Yo, y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. you. Um, another week of the podcast. We don't have a guest this week, and that's completely fine because we've had a guest every episode, more or less. Yeah, every episode. So today is um our turn speaking shit, since you know niggas don't like to speak. Got to get the most out of our um our people. Ain't that right? Our cast. Our cast. Ain't that right? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was just out there. A bubble, yeah. The way I just imagine myself hitting the shit out of you when we already talked about this thing and stuff. We, we, you, would, you would end up like Shark. It's crazy. Mm. <laughs> oh! But, um, it's, not, it's not funny. <laughs> um, first, how's everybody's day? Start with um, DD. It's good. No, that was dry, right? That was cool. Yeah, I had, to, I had to handle some business, you know. Make start talking out of pocket, you know. <laughs> but other than that, it was cool. <laughs> that was a bid, by the way. That was a bid. Nah, no bid. That nah, was actually very much Don't a bid. Don't step to him with the fucking armature. <laughs> Alright, relax. Stand on it. Stand on it. Oh. I had a really good day. Um, I got some sushi. Bought a new book. Took a really good nap. Then I came back here. Yeah, right. Good. It starts with us. Mm-hmm. Colleen Hoover. Have you ever read Have you ever read Coldest Book Ever? No. You should read that. I just started reading like her books and shit, so. Oh, I thought you were about to say you just started reading. Coldest Book Ever. I didn't know you used to read her, bro. Okay. Alright. It's good for you. Read. Huh? How was your day? Yeah. Don't you want to go? No, alright, my foot. Yeah. Um, well, I had a solid day. I woke up. Went to work. Uh, I dropped some content on Instagram. Uh, if you haven't liked it by the time this drops, go and like it right now. S dot Z H Y M E L on Instagram. Uh, it's a me and Tony Visuals collab. The Udis exclusive. You feel me? That way. My name was uh, eventful, to say the fucking least. But um, that's that on that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are you going to say eventful, to say like, the least? Um, if you're my close friends, you know, I'm not going to say that on here. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, last time? So shit like that happened on here, shit is gone. So, no. The fuck? If you know, you know. This whole episode done. It will be uh, season two. <laughs> but, um, so we're bringing back quotes because we haven't, um, haven't did those. So we're in a few months to start. Yeah, I'm just going to pull it out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> don't allow fear to collapse your imagination. Okay, how does that make you feel? <laughs> you guys are doing shit to that window, bro. Well, I kind of have one. Have one what? A cold. It's too late. Damn. <laughs> I don't have to say a cold. No, nigga, it's one cold. <laughs> The fuck? Then you say what that quote meant to you. Like, yeah, so you know I feel like some people let. I'm speaking. I feel like some people let fear restrict their capabilities. That's exactly what it says, though. So you just repeated it. And yeah, let me tell y'all something, bro. Oh my god. Glaze Neutron over here. She's insane. Like, and I had to get closer to the fucking mic to say that because it's fucking unbearable. I can't That's take this shit anymore. Crazy. Let's 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 cut this now, you guys. Yeah. This is a. Uh... Who are you guys? Did you not start with me? You know what? No, I keep going, bro. Nah, I'm I'm gonna. Res- I'm gonna resolve this anymore. Okay. Anyway. Damn. What it means to me? I mean, what is it say again, bro? Don't allow fear to collapse your imagination. Don't be scared to think outside the box. That shit, like. You know? Oh, that's basically what it said. You just restated it. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. What do you think? Yeah. The fuck are you looking at? <laughs> you got a scare prop or something? Yo! Yo, can we chill? The fuck is she there? <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Go ahead. It's not fun. <laughs> I would never look at Wayne in a serious moment. I would never look at Wayne in a serious moment. I would never look at Wayne in a serious moment. I just laugh at him laugh, like I said. When I move, you move. Yeah, it's like that. that. Sounds like dicky. I mean. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I don't know. Oh, no, the fuck you 
did it. <laughs> so how you gonna say that to him? But you don't even know. I feel like she did. I feel like y'all blew her shit. Real rap. But no, real rap. What is a uh I don't know, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um Yeah. I'm going. Alright, um, don't allow fear to collapse your imagination. Um our imagination is you know what I'm saying uh it's only your imagination until it becomes reality. Um and it won't become reality if you allow your fear to hold you back and allow you to stay stagnant in your situation. Um if you don't move based upon your fear, um I'm saying your imagination will grow and it'll become your reality. Can I don't say the the viewer. What you about to say? I'm gonna say do what you wanna do. B word. Oh, don't be a B word. That's why. Oh, you can. Yeah, you can't call somebody to be word. I wasn't gonna call somebody. That's the. I'm saying. Not just say B word, bro. To me, it means you know, just do what you wanna do. Don't be a bitch. I said say B word. It sounded forced. But. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's crazy. What so do you mean? Did you like answer? Well, yeah, you did my fault. Sorry. <laughs> I definitely feel like. Oh my. <laughs> Everybody calm, so we can just keep going. You know. Yeah. Feel like we need to shift the energy around here. Don't so know if we need to change sheets or something. It's like right cool. It's no biz right now, bro. To, to lighten. No biz right now, bro. <laughs> okay. No biz right now. All right. Good still. See, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, um. Let's start with, so like, how do you guys handle like the bad part of life, the grief and all that? If you do, well, you have to, but you know, in your own way. It doesn't be like loss, but like L, life circumstances. I don't stand for loss. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, I'm not going first. Okay, damn, I'll go first. Oh. I don't go first. <laughs> you just went first. I'll go first. Yeah, but I don't go first again. Um I just do things to keep me busy and then have one good cry and then keep it pushing. Okay. Alright, um we're good. <laughs> oh, you were about to go, so I was gonna wasn't. Oh, okay. I was looking at the all whites under the table with this one. Not for you. Fake as fuck. All whites. It's not important. Okay. Um. I don't handle it well, as some of y'all may or may not know. I get angry. And, yeah, something I gotta work on. So, like, what do you do though? Because you're past it now. Well, you're better necessarily. than the initial hit of it. You might hide it well. Well, if you are or not. Well, like, I don't know. Like, How have you been dealing with it? I don't know. I guess being out here and being around a new atmosphere kind of deals with it on its own, I guess. Is that finding a solution or a temporary resolution? Temporary resolution. So it's still something you gotta deal with, you know, when you're by yourself type shit. I understand. It shouldn't be, but I'm saying. Everybody's different now. Depending on what it is, I'm more of the uh, live and let go type. Like, if I can't fix it, then it just is. Yeah, I'm not even saying that. I'm more so saying that, like, when it's, it's certain things, like, there's, there's ways to cope that aren't necessarily temporary resolutions. It's ways to cope that actually move towards a healing process. And you don't always go out and look for that because uh, sometimes it's more expensive, sometimes it goes to actual therapy. And for a very long time, therapy had a really negative connotation surrounding it, even though it shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? People made it seem like, when our parents were younger, if you went to therapy, it was because you were crazy and kind of needed, like, you, you were psychotic in a sense. Um, um. Hmm? Not my parents, but... What do you mean not your parents? No, like, it, when they were younger, that was the stigma. Oh, when they were younger. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, that was the stigma on therapy. Um, you know, but it's 
it's we all need it as people in general, but we shouldn't just find temporary resolutions. We should actually try to move towards healing, even if, you know, it takes longer, but healing is the ultimate end goal. Nah, yeah, I agree. Like, me though, I just like, I don't know where to start. That's understandable. That part is understandable, because like, if it's not something that you're taught, then you're saying it's just, you kind of, it's learning in real time. Uh, I feel like when you was like that, you shouldn't be trying to find temporary ones. I feel like you have to do that first. Like, you have to find temporary coping skills to eventually move towards the long-term ones. And your short-term ones could end up being ones that you carry throughout your life. So I feel like you have to start with something. Some people don't know how to take that next step towards the... All right. Like, it's easy to say, yeah, I need help. But as far as actually going towards the help, it's like, for me, I started drinking when I was, had my first drink at like six or seven. I started drinking, like taking drinks to school, like vodka, orange juice every morning at like 11. And it was like, I didn't understand what my problem was. Didn't think that there was a problem, but it was helping me cope with something. And it was like, not until I got older and me and y'all have had these conversations where I'm like, yeah, I need help. But it's like, taking that next step towards the help means like I can no longer make excuses for myself and that's kind of the part where we as people is kind of like all right I enjoy smoking and I can make an excuse that I smoke because I'm stressed all right once I go to get help to no longer be stressed it's like damn now why are you smoking damn why are you drinking now it's like you can no longer blame those things and you have to hold yourself accountable and we as people lack self-accountability in certain things we allow ourselves to slide I don't know how we got here, but yeah. This is where we're supposed to be going with stuff like this, man. I like that. Um, I have something to say. I forgot. So how do you deal with... Are we still in grief? Yeah. How do you deal with, like, grief of, like, friendship loss? <laughs> um, I don't... I don't, I don't think I grieve losses of friendships. Uh, I think that people are in your life for a season or a reason. Um, and... If that season ends, you know what I'm saying? You kind of just got to... I never leave a situation with bad blood or anything like that. But it doesn't have to be bad blood to grieve because there's all different stages. So you can have a a sad part. Like you can you don't have to experience all stages of grief. You can right. only experience like three, two. My... Um, something my mom told me was not healthy that she said I got from my dad. But it's something that she admitted to doing just in a different... She kind of admitted it differently. Um, It was disassociation. So, like, I'll act as if somebody never existed, and then I'll just block them completely out of my memory if it ended on bad terms or if it, you know what I'm saying, went left. And even if, like, we just grow apart type, it's a, I can, I like, I learned to live in, I went through depression, and I, it was a point in time where I wasn't talking to anybody, and I kind of realized that I enjoy a long time more than I enjoy being around others. So when I get com- when I got comfortable with that, losing friends wasn't even really a loss to me anymore. It was just, all right, one less person I got to deal with. My social media isn't really big, so it's like less, it would be like using your battery for something. You feel me? Like, I don't got to use my battery on today. So when you disassociate, do you also disassociate the lessons they taught you to? Or you just disassociate certain um, I won't lie, I don't think that I pair people with the lessons that I've been taught with in life unless they're, which is really odd to say, but like as far as my peers, I don't look at, alright, I'm saying this is what they taught me, da, da, da. I, I, I can look at that with the older people in my life, like the adult and parental figures that I have around me, but as far as friendship, like we just be having good times and if some shit come out of it that I learned then that but I don't necessarily associate with them. It's weird. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's kinda like I don't even pay attention to it and like I'll be like until I actually think about it. So I guess I don't I don't look past it because when you sit down and actually try to um I'm saying look at where certain things came from or why you do certain stuff. I'm saying it's easy for you to say, all right, this is the first time I did this and I'm saying it came from. So it can't, it's just not something I do look look at on a day to day. I feel like they like, fuck, I'm going to say it now. I was about to say that I feel like you can't fully heal until you fully accept. And I feel like you acting like they never existed is not you accepting what happened. 
It's not at all. It's a temporary, uh, <laughs> it's a day-to-day temporary until you learn to let go of the situation and take it for what it is. Um, and that's with everything. Uh, I lost my pop in 2020 and it's like, part of me is still like, it's weird because we were just getting back to building a relationship because after we moved from Jersey, my dad was real uh, frustrated at the fact that, you know what I'm saying, the court situation didn't go the way he wanted it to, as well as the fact that my mom was moving. And I don't even want to say, it was more so moving out of this state. Um, <clears throat> she moved us into a better situation. Like, we was in the hood, hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? You only get a couple options. You know, you either end up in jail, dead, or the military, a lot of kids wasn't going to college. So like teachers didn't even tell us that college was really an option. It was, if you did go to college, it was Cumberland County, Cumberland County Community College and you went for your two years and then you ended up at McDonald's working a nine to five and that type of thing. Like we weren't really, but he was uh, frustrated about the move and um, that kind of strained our relationship. But um, I'm saying I'm also, in part a distant friend as well as a distant family member so like i don't gotta talk to my family every day for you know what i'm saying be love or things like that like i understand i love them and i sh- it shouldn't be that way because you should reach out to those that you love and tell them you love them and like give them their flowers while they're here because tomorrow's not promised and um but you know what i'm saying we had our little where i wouldn't speak to him or he wouldn't speak to me just so he would like show me how it felt even though me personally i don't feel as though you should do that to your child at the same time I realized that our parents are human and before they were my parents they were just two people who didn't know each other the same way i'm somebody and whoever i end up having a child with if i end up having a child with is somewhere being just them you feel me like they don't even celebrities are just people like you just happen to have a talent and get picked up and boom here you are now the world knows you um but yeah once i realized that they were just people you know what i'm saying it kind of made it easy for me to forgive him for a lot of the stuff and I told him about my depression and things like that before he passed and it was kind of something that he put on himself. Um, so I tried to make it a goal to better our relationship. And then, um, yes. Yep. Yep. Yes, we, we are. are doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm saying a lot. <laughs> um, but you want, you know, it's crazy. Dude. What um stage of grief do you think like affects you the most like on your day to day like? That's right, you know. Um, I really be. Fuck y'all, wanna say hello? Yo, come here. That's not me. That's not me. That's not me. My fault. What do you got? What do you? Don't forget whatever you guys were just talking about. We're gonna address that real quick. What did I do? Fuck y'all wanna come on here? No. <laughs> Howdy, that's not even talking to you, bro. Fuck y'all wanna say hi. <laughs> I didn't think you said anything wrong. I didn't. I didn't. Because <laughs> some women, I almost said the big word, some women. No, nah, you're completely right. Yeah. What did they say? No, nah, you're right. I'm actually take myself out of the situation, look at from the outside. What did they say? They said, no, we just wanted to find a place to eat. I said, oh, y'all beat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. Where? Wait. It's not important. Not not in my opinion. Like okay. it wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea. Well I mean, yeah, they were kind, it just wasn't me. I'm, I I'm, I appreciate when people now, I appreciate when people understand that just because she not for you, that don't mean she ugly. Yeah. You can see somebody with her though. Yeah, not probably. How many? There's four of them. My stars. <laughs> But um, what do you mean by uh, which state? Oh, hold on. It's um sadness, anger, acceptance, guilt, and bargaining. Um, I deal with acceptance on a day to day because I talked to him that morning, uh, that he passed, and then that night he had COVID. Um, yeah, that's how my girl on God too. He had had COVID, and me and Cole ended up going out that night. It was Kobe Jaws' brother. Um, it was his birthday celebration. We out having a ball. Like, we was really drawing. I ain't, I've probably never been a lot. I've been more drunk than that, but, like, as far as drunk and having a good time, I was really feeling it that night. Um, I had a whole bottle of Casamigos to myself. Oh, fuck no. And I remember 
I was friends with a shorty at a time, at this time in particular, and my mom had her number. Like, it was like my best friend. Um, it's come to the end of the night. It, the night was nice, and it's weird because it was like a movie scene. I see my folks on their phone. They're like, bro, I got to take a call. Can you come outside? I'm like, all right. So I walk her outside. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her to be out there by herself. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what can happen? If, we, if people is out here drunk, and you know what I'm saying? I don't want nothing to happen to her. So I walk her out there. We sit in there. I want to say three to five minutes go by, right? I'm just grooving. It start raining. I'm like, bro, we got to go back inside. And she's like, hold on. I'm like, all right, hold on. I'm cool. So she like, all right. No, she was like, uh, hold on. I was like, all right. So after that, I see a car pull up into the parking lot of the spot. It looked like a familiar car, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want to just assume. And then I see a SUV pulling behind that. I'm just like, all right. Lights is on. I see a windshield right there. Lights is in my mix, so I can't see who in the car. A lady gets out, and I'm like, it's my mom. Mind you, my little cousin had COVID at the time, and I had just seen him. I tested negative. So I thought my mom was about to come to eat, say, no, you got to come inside, whatever, whatever. I'm like, no, I tested negative. I'm cool. Like, I know I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I, even if I've been wearing my mask, like, I know, like, how you've been acting about this whole COVID thing. So... She was like, no, that's not it. And then she starts walking towards me. And then I see my little brother and my step-pop walking up behind my mom. And now I'm confused. Because I'm like, why are y'all here if the only person in the equation that's missing is my older brother? So I'm like, who is it this time? Like, I felt like somebody had passed and I wasn't sure who it was. I'm like, who is it this time? Um, my mom couldn't say nothing. She kind of looked back at my step-pop. My step-pop pretty much gave her a face like, I'm not going to be the one to tell him. You got to tell him. And then she was like, it was your dad. I remember crying. I broke down into tears, but I was really drunk. So, like, I was trying to come to grips with the fact that, like, all right, this is what it is. But I was also drunk. Like, I don't want to be drunk finding out that my dad passed. Like, that was really a drunk feeling. Then the drive to Jersey, I'm sobering up. I'm having a conversation with my mom. We get there. I gotta look at his body and like confirm that it's him. It was just a whole lot that went on that night. But like, I I cry in spurts, but like not even a cry, it'll be a sniffle, 10, 15 seconds and then I'm back. That I don't allow myself to cry about it, which is really bad, which I should. But I need therapy. But a reason that I don't go to therapy is because my dad acted as my therapist. I could go to him about a lot of things. He was very wise. I could talk to him about anything and he'd give me my perspective, his perspective, uh, and a perspective that wasn't even anywhere near mine or his. And he was like, you could always look at it from this way as well. And then he was like, the perspective that we're missing is theirs. So go and get it. So it's like he tried to round out. I'm saying you always, the outsider is always going to view it a little different than the two people in the situation. And then you have what might be the reality of the situation. So it's like, I, I talked to him about a lot. I talked to him about everything, and it was like, I don't feel comfortable yet doing that with somebody else. So it's like one of the reasons I don't go to therapy. Um, I've used drinks to um, kind of deal with it. Uh, I've locked myself in my room on plenty of occasions to just drink until I passed out, or I cried listening to music and drinking. Uh, a lot of nights where I get uh, tore up, I'll have you know what I'm saying, kind of flashbacks of that night and drinking, and then I just drink more and more and more, which isn't a healthy coping mechanism, but, you know, the first step to getting help is admitting that you need help. So when you found out you were depressed and, like, you was disassociating and stuff, do you think you ever dealt with the grief of losing yourself? Like, did you ever um, try to find yourself again after that? I did. Uh, I was... I really just started ramping up my photography before uh, he passed. And he would send me all the time that, like, you know what I'm saying, he wanted certain pictures that I took of myself, certain pictures that, like, I took of others. He was like, I need this in my house. Let me know how much it costs so I can get it framed and whatnot. So, like, you know what I'm saying, it was, that was something that I found on my own. Sorry, that, yeah. 
that he also enjoyed for me. So yeah. it was like, I was finally happy about, you know, finding something that, cause I, I, I dropped out of school. So it was like, I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all don't got nothing else to support me yet. But when he supported me being a creative and being myself, it was like, when he passed, I didn't want to pick my camera back up. And I had told my older brother, bro, I, I told him recently, like I lost myself for a very long time. And I'm still getting back into finding myself and who I was before he passed because it's, it's a traumatic experience, you feel me? And, and if nobody's been in that situation before, like words, they can say a whole lot, you feel me? But it's like the the grief of losing a parent is different. Like I've lost my grandparents. I've lost cousins. I lost friends. I lost family, you know what I'm saying? I lost teachers, but it's like that just didn't hit like nothing. I've never felt that type of pain ever. So it was like, I don't know how long it's gonna take for me to find myself, but it is something that I'm working towards every day um, and using my creativity to express that. I'm using that as an outlet temporarily until I can find the full, you know what I'm saying? Not the temporary resolution, but the actual, you know what I'm saying? Go to therapy, get right. your help, and you know what I'm saying, kind of go through the steps of grief. And sometimes to get through it, you gotta go back and kind of relive it and talk about how you were feeling during that time and things like that. So, yeah. What type of therapy do you think would be best for you? Because like, there's all types. There's like music therapy, like play therapy, um, like regular one-on-one therapy. I won't lie. I think I need therapy as well as psychology. Uh, I, I mean, I, uh, I think I need a psychiatrist. Uh, some so you want. The medicine? Um, not even that. It more so. Zoloft gave me like many seizures. I want to find out that. what I have. That way, it was, I it's can, like medicine for it's antidepressants. I, that way, I can go towards finding solutions because all solutions don't necessarily have to be medicinal. You feel me? Some can mm-hmm. be natural, and right. I, I think I'd rather take that route because my family has a i was also addicted to pills for a little bit so like addiction runs in my family so it's not something that i want to it's that's not the route i want to go towards mm-hmm. um because it's there's a difference between using a drug and allowing the drug to use you mm-hmm. um and you know it's just not it's not something that i want for myself and it's a generational curse i'm trying to break so if i can go the other route so why a psychiatrist then Instead of just the... To understand what needs to be fixed and what's wrong. I like, feel like psychiatrists are more... And I don't want to say this and be like biased, but like I feel like they're more in it for money than regular therapists. Because they, they get, you know, they get paid more because they actually can prescribe the medicine. Yeah. I feel like a therapist will actually be more genuine. Like a more genuine experience. Yeah. That's why I think I need Because psychiatrists don't really talk to you for real like they had to talk to you to prescribe mm-hmm. the medicine but they don't they don't talk to you how a, a regular therapist talks to you they won't have that heart to heart with you yeah. that drawn out session they don't yeah. do that they just what's wrong with you here's some bills and that's why i think i need both um and the lady that i was going to i made sure that i wanted a black female therapist um only because i feel as though that um us as african americans in general and you know what I'm saying if we're gonna put it on a small on a, like a microscope on it, African American men don't necessarily get taken seriously with certain things such as their emotions. So it's like, you know, if somebody from our community who understands what we go through and, you know, is more apt to understanding where you're coming from and the thing that you went through because they may have seen it or heard about it or it happened in their family or things like that. So it's like when I went to her, she said she also has a psychiatrist in her practice. And when I told her about my alcohol my alcohol addiction and things like that and she was like I might want to get you set up she said do you want to go the pill route and I was like no but she was like alright well that would still let you know you're saying if cause I don't want to I don't like self-diagnosis so if I can get the true root of the issues and I do believe that there are chemical imbalances and I only say that because there's certain thoughts that I have that aren't normal yeah definitely so it's like I try to be real about all my situations so I want the raw truth of me that way I can fix me so, like, you say you don't like self-diagnosis, so how did you know it came to the point where it was an addiction and not just a um, get drunk and high thing? Like, how did you know you was at the point of addiction? When I started getting, I started putting together an alcohol fund. I put together a liquor fund. Every time I would get um, paid, and I was making good money at Costco, 
I would put bread to the side, bread to the side, bread to the side, bread to the side. I'll put a G to the side and just go to the liquor store and spend a rack on liquor and then I'd finish it. Mm-hmm. I'd drink it. I'd get drunk to the point where I didn't stop. Well, my issue was I didn't know how to just have one drink. After a drink, I needed to get, you know what I'm saying, brains on the wall type. Like I needed to be drunk. I wanted to black out because I had never felt black and I was still never blacked out. So it's like I drank, 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 drank. And I realized that that was, that was really an issue. Um, when I ran out of liquor, I would leave frustrated with myself and go buy more liquor. And then I make juice and then I lock myself in the room and then I drink until I stop crying. And then I get on the game and I just play the game. So it was like I didn't like talking to people about these things because I was always supposed to be the rock. Uh, growing up, it, I was told that, um, you know i saying, I was always treated like the crybaby for expressing myself and things like that. And my older brother would call me a bitch. My mom would say stop girl and things like that. So it was like, you know what I'm saying, I kind of never, it forced me to shelter myself and not express myself to them. And I kind of thought if I can't express myself to my family and my mom, who can I express myself to? And that's one thing that my pop was kind of frustrated, my dad was kind of frustrated about. Um, he was like, why did you feel like you couldn't come and tell me these things? And I was like, you know I just felt like, you know what I'm saying, it just, I had to deal with it. Because that's what I was told was just to deal with it. So it was, I figured out how I would deal with it on my own terms. And it was like, it wasn't the best way, but guess what? Now I'm not, I'm not burdening anybody else with my problem. It's something that I have to deal with. So instead of me going and telling somebody and now they're like, oh, I feel bad for you. I don't want nobody to feel bad for me. Like, I'm saying we all human. We all make choices. We all go through things. It's it's not about what you go through. It's kind of about how you respond to what you go through. So do you think having a male therapist would be more triggering or comforting for you? Um, Probably triggering only because the male that the men that I grew up with, the way that they viewed certain things is kind of. Um, I grew up around a lot of misogyny. Um, I grew up around a lot of men who felt as though speaking on their emotions was, you know what I'm saying, not okay. And they had to shoot it and they had to be strong because they were the rock. You feel me? So I feel like not, I haven't ever had a therapist. I tried to go to a therapist once and I had like a little sit down session with him. And he was like, uh, I love psychology. So... I was sitting there having a conversation with Bull, and he was like, I'm Mr. Whitaker, I'm honestly not sure how to help you. And I was like, what? He was like, you're too self-aware. I was like, what does it? Bro, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what? And then I went to my mom, and she was like, well, that's, that, that, that doesn't mean you can't get help. That therapist just isn't. Right, because he should know the know. next step is you're self-aware, but you're not self-aware on how to. Exactly. Like, so what I'm is he talking about? That made me not want to go to therapy for a very long time. And I was like, I don't want to My therapist, therapy. I think, had a crush on my dad. Sure. So I, I hate therapy. Why? It's never worked for me. Maybe you're doing the wrong type. What does work for you, though? Or have you not I have not figured that out yet. Don't you like music? Like, don't you like... Yeah, I meant to ask you, like, what do you mean by music therapy? Like, they sit you in a room and, like, Well, my first therapist was good, and then she, like, disappeared. Like, literally. Like, disappeared. Nobody's heard from her since then. And this was in sixth grade. She, like, she, you was paying her? No, nah, like, she didn't oh. pay my money. Like, she just <laughs> dipped. Like, we don't know where she went. And then, I, I don't know, she fled the country or some shit. I don't know. She was thorough, right? <laughs> she was very thorough. I tried to go. Therapist didn't show up. Never tried again. Where are y'all getting these Not therapists listen. from? Like, I would have other therapists I go to, and they would just make me feel like shit. Correct. And then the last therapist I had, which was recently, like, earlier this year, she made me feel like shit. So I chalked her. I'm a um, I feel like you're just easily offended. I am, but it's also, like, I don't feel like they're trying to help me. I just feel like it's an hour of them telling me, all the negative things about well, myself. Well, that's something internal, though. You can't think like that when you go in there because whatever you're thinking like is what's going to be the outcome. Partially is internal. Yeah, partially yeah. also. It's also a therapist having to know how to deal with, I'm paying you to come and to sit. I'm paying you so I can sit down and have a conversation with you and I can express myself and do things like that. So for you to make me feel like shit is kind of like you should be more aware to what the triggers are those should be conversations that we have 
that way you don't step on those landmines and then I feel as though that my opinion on things and the way I'm doing things is too like we should be able to sit and have it's supposed to be a place of comfort not necessarily a getaway, but somewhere that I'm, I don't, it's a judgment-free zone. Don't make me feel judged. Yeah, you can tell me that you're saying what I'm doing isn't necessarily healthy and things like that, but don't judge me and what I've done because you are a human and you aren't perfect either. It's like the mailman got to get the mail too somehow. You feel me? So like, he can't deliver it to himself. The therapist going to need therapy as well because you got to think about how much people trauma dump on them and whatnot. It's like, Everybody need help in some way, shape, or form. So don't make me seem like you know I'm saying I'm off for needing it. Like it just be crazy out here. You were asking how much? No, I said I went to therapy on camp, and I did not like that shit at all. Really? Because I was actually gonna. Try I mean, my, I mean, it's different for everybody, but I feel like he kept. I'm not like he kept God dumping stuff on me, bro. And I'm like, I'm not big into religion, so when they use that as like reasons, I just be tuned out, bro. Wait, he like, Yeah, like he was like. Speaking from his experiences, so I get that, but it's like, bro, I'm not. Like, people bring up, like, God and all that, and just like. Oh, that was religion, though? Yeah, whatever, same thing. That's crazy, though, because, like, you should, you gotta separate the two. And if, right. If there are people who are big on religion, and they'll go to a Christian therapist, and they'll find a Christian therapist because, you know, seeing that kind of lines up with their beliefs and things like that. And I feel like. But I feel like I'm wrong for them to do that to you. I think it's. A match, really. Like I could just say that therapist wasn't for me. Yeah. More than I'm saying like how he, because a therapist is more or less a teacher. So every teacher yeah. teaches different. So every therapist is gonna therapy different. Whatever the word is. Therapy. So, therapy. Yeah, like he's on therapy different. But honestly, bro, I found more comfort in like just listening to music or I'll take a ride back at home. I used to, I would drive to Wendy's. Eat in the parking lot and just play some music and for like a good hour. And I just go back home and get on the game. Or people used to flame me for eating out by myself. Like, I, that, like, I, I heard know. it's like common. It's, you don't go cool. to the cat by yourself? Uh, I don't have a little time. I eat at home. Good job. But yeah, I do that. Like I don't. I used to do that. Like go to conference by myself. But so I never I, like, sometimes I just I can't be around people. And it's funny because like sometimes I really be in the cat by myself and then somebody I know will, like come up to me and like they won't just say what's up. Like they'll try to like sit with me and like. That's cool. I appreciate that, bro. But like, I don't be knowing how to tell them. Like, I'm mob and move. Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> bro, that's how I. I don't know. It's like ever since I got on camp. Is that how you feel when I see you in here? No. Uh, I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm like ever since I got on camp, I've been like cool off a lot of like, interactions. Yeah. Like I haven't. Like it's weird because like I haven't. I haven't. Because me and Brent go. We don't go out, but we go to like a lot of functions all the time. But like a nigga be trying to come over and sit in my room, bro. I don't be having it, bro. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Like, and I'm not the nigga because I don't see niggas. So when I say I'm like, me kicking him out is not gonna do nothing, bro. Like, we him all anyway. So like, if I'm like, in my room fuck, and they, this isn't like what? I'm a little offended. Yeah, I let you know when to come over. Though. If I like just be showing up. If if I'm in my room and it's not before or after a function, nigga, was that? It's hot. It's thorough. It's thorough. It is thorough. In the room. Thought I just dropped something on real quick. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bro, drop something off his crease. <laughs> we, can't, we can't post that clip. Go for it. You don't post any clips. Oh my god. I post. But yeah, like, but yeah, like, if, if we're not, if, if there's nothing going, if, if I'm in my room before or after a function, like, niggas can be in there. If not, bro, scram, bro, like, get out, be gone, bro. bro. Like, I don't have the, to just come over chill type vibe anymore, yeah. bro, like, that's not me no more. It's cool, it was cool back at home, because I'm in the living room anyway, so I'm just in, like, I mean, if you're here, fuck it, like, I'm mm-hmm. in the living room, the TV's here, but in my room, bro, it's only a bed. 
in a chair, bro. There's not much room for you to just be around. <laughs> the room little as shit. We're not in my crib in the living room. That's just different. claustrophobic. Yeah, bro, like, the fuck? Like, like and the people get too touchy with my shit, bro. Like, bro, just sit there and, and, and go on your phone, bro. You don't have to touch everything on the walls and shit, bro. Niggas are unbelievable. Bro, like, that's why I don't like... Problems. I don't like going places, but I'd rather you not come here. So, okay. when, like, when girls like, come over, I'd be like, yeah, because y'all don't want you here. <laughs> I don't want you here. I don't want you seeing like I don't know. I wish I could get a come over text. Uh, it'd be more like, what you doing? Can I come over? I'm not that like I'm bored or something. I'm not, I'm not him. I feel like I'm too inviting. You're too inviting. You're not me. How? Huh? All pie stuff. Uh, what what makes you think that you're too inviting? Fuck is he there? I'm too friendly. That's why I feel like I'm too friendly. I mean, does it work for you? Yes, it does. Do y'all think no, they're not real friendships. I just be too friendships. I mean, I be too it's friendly, and then I be get too attached to people, and then the friendship don't work out. Ah, uh, well, it, that's an attachment thing. It's not really a, a friendship thing. Like that. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm she wants to know if she's friendly, y'all. She wants to get this off. No. no. She, and if the honest says no, then no. Like, Somebody told me I was friendly. I was like, I you. I thought you were really mean. I was friendly as hell. She just had RBF crazy. No, like that's no. resting bitch. No, Rod does not look. Yo. I mean, y'all does not look mean. Oh, just when I first met her, I thought she was mean. It's your voice, I think. Everybody thinks I'm mean. It's like, no, you look like y'all don't sound like Beyonce, but like your voice type deep game. Or like, I don't know, not. A mean nigga. I just get angry fast. I get angry. Fast. I'm not mean. I just get angry fast. You're Shit, mean. Like, bro. I'm not mean. I just get set off fast. Or you can say that, but you're me. Bro, like... He's like, all right, what's up? Yeah, like, it's not like... I don't come in here and be like, the fuck are you looking at? Yes, you... Yes, you do, though. But you did that. Yes, you like... But you do that... Okay, I do do that. I'm not trying to get straight to the point. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's not on purpose. Talking about some fuck y'all want to say something. Like, you're mean, bro. Nah, that's not... That wasn't mean. That's what I just could say on a different day. I could have. I could have addressed that differently because I didn't come off disrespectful. It's just the words I said that could have been bad. Sometimes, man, and I know them. Females like that shit, bro. I'm not mean. No, but I'm not playing that role. I'm not. I'm not that mean. Females like that shit, bro. Are you mean? I'm really not, but I get told that I am, so I do things. Out of, I go out of my way to ensure that I'm not only because I feel like that is a detriment to my character and I don't like people speaking about me in a negative light. Yeah. But don't go above and beyond. You don't want to do that for so long. Correct. Just but it's, I am myself. And that's the part. Like, it makes it worse when I'm being mean and then people still say I'm an asshole. Okay. And I'm like, I'm really not. When but the asshole I can fight you and nobody wants to fight me. So it's like, why are you speaking on me and speaking on me? I have a question, bro. Do you feel like, like, do you feel like anybody can beat you? Yes. It's, I'm not dumb. I know Krishan Rock can whoop my ass. Me personally, bro. Who? Krishan Rock. She could whoop my ass. Super I ass. personally feel like I am unbeatable. Bro, I'm going to tell you this. Because listen, if you wins, you this, listen, if you punch me too hard and I feel like you're going to win, <laughs> I'm going to draw, bro. Because if you're fighting, bro. All that fair shit is gone. Like, you're right. Yeah. And then you can beat the rock. Let you catch you. That's like, you're you're yeah. But you said anybody. But that's people. We're not going to run across them. Bro, listen. I'm going to fight you. Bro, I couldn't say this all the time, bro. <laughs> if I win, I win. If I lose, I win. So you, think you, you is, think you can beat him? I cannot lose. Bro, like, I cannot uh, let me say this. Because first of all, if I'm losing there, as a camera comes out, I'm gonna turn up. Wow, life or death. I just you said all that fair shit goes up going. There's no such thing as a fair fight. One thing my uncle told me was, bro, somebody's always gonna be stronger than you. Somebody's always gonna be faster than you. It's never a level playing field. It's never gonna be smarter than you. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, cause listen. Go ahead, go ahead. Cause if we're together, gonna somebody rocks you too hard, bro. They have to get rocked. The one on one is only with Stone Chunk, like he got hit too hard. I don't give a fuck how bad you are. No, I'm too hard. If the camera uh, come out, I'm on Earth. If you ever try to fight my mans and I'm around, you will never see a one on one. I just want to let whoever's listening know this and whoever's watching this know this. You will never get a one on one. It's never going to happen. Nah, I let him Never going to happen. I let him kick the three. No. As soon as you get picked up, though. I'm with him. Bro, I'm with him. Boom. If my mans get punched, accidentally slips, falls, busts his head open, now he's dead. 
You didn't have to go there. That's super. So tough. you would sit and watch your friend fight? Yes. No, I can't. I wouldn't do this. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with like jumping. We used to not fight each other, but but we gonna jump your ass. I'm sorry. We yeah, had to. Yeah. Especially if it's like a you don't like him, we don't like you. Y'all been back and forth all the time. Go ahead, bro. You've been talking shit. He been talking shit. Let's go. We're not gonna let you get fucked up. As soon as you get picked up, bro, it's over. We're gonna fuck him up and we're cool. Cause listen, listen, then, listen. If you, you can, wanna, oh wait, my phone. Go ahead. If you gonna fight, right? Are you going by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> are you going by yourself? No. Exactly. So but that's the only thing. To make sure I don't get jumped. Bro, just jump them no, niggas. Fuck it. There's also a, a part like, bro, I don't like this thing, so let me fuck him up. That's a part of me having a little bit of pride, though. Like, if he's talking to you, don't want nobody to help you. Nah, unless he rock my shit. If I get rocked and I start stumbling backwards, go fuck him up real quick. But if he gets tussling, like, cool. Tussling. But if he picks me up, y'all, please whoop his ass. Because I'm a little. I'm a. He's, I mean, he better dump me on my shit. Because if you go on the ground, it's all MMA shit, bro. There's no more swinging. It's a fucking arm bar. A I feel like I only do that. No I would only do that with select people, though. Like, I'm not fighting for everybody. Yeah, no, everybody don't be not. But, like, I mean, if I'm with you and somebody about to fight you, I'm going to a couple times where I only had to, was only going to fight because my man's was about to fight for somebody else, which is corny. But, like, we was at a party and Scoop was about to fight for somebody, and I did not know the nigga. But Scoop's my brother, so I'm like, Damn. See, Shine, let me put myself in that situation. And then I got pissed off. And then I blacked out. And then all I remember is. They said, I stormed, they said I stormed out. I stormed off. I don't remember storming off. I just remember being. Yeah, I just I, remember I being. Nigga almost killed us, first of all. <laughs> How many fights have you been in? Me? A lot. A couple. You gotta actually think. How many fights you been in? With this family count? You fought like. Physically fought your family? You yes. haven't? Yeah, Scoop was going to add it for years. No. That shit was like. Bro, I got this one. Naruto Sasuke, what the fuck? What about you? Beat the shit out of him. Um, him is crazy. Two, two, three, two or three. What about you? One. No, hold on. Oh, he's got. Oh, Bren's a fighter. <laughs> oh, Four. Bren's a pacifist, but people want to pick on Bren just because he's Bren. Bren be talking crazy. Can y'all keep but, it being for a second? But, that's what I'm but not everybody's gonna go for like I understand because I know you, but not like, everybody's gonna go for it. Nah, and I get that. And sometimes when I come off like that, it's never like personal. Like I be mm-hmm. bidding. Like I just wanna bid and have fun. And like then people get salty about it and then I get even more mad because it's like, bro, I'm not even going at you. Like I'm just bidding. I think that's why me and him be bumping his lot, because you know I don't But then I then I be trying to explain it to him, like, bro. I'm not even on that take time. Be like, nah, and then, it. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, like, you cannot get mad at me because you took what I said, like, literally, bro. I'm not, I'm not trying. You feel me, bro? But like, I will say though, I'm not a fighter. I just happen to get getting a lot of fights because uh, this is more so middle school shit. Because it's like niggas would used to like play me, bro, and I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't care if I lose, bro. I'm gonna put hands on you. That was my issue uh, when I first moved out here because where I was from, like. My family is my family, and if you're from out there, then you know who my family is. But, like, they all had hands. I never had to fight nobody. You feel me? Like, me and my older brother, my first fight, I was in elementary school. And me and my older brother were in the same elementary school um, because our elementary school had a kindergarten at the bottom. So that's where I was at. And boy had a little brother. My older brother, they were shooting a fair one. And he was about to try to jump in, and I wasn't going for none of that. The little... Little father was trying to jump in? Yeah, he was jumping into the fight. How old was your brother? My older brother is four years older than me, so he was nine. But he was fighting Bull's brother. So, like, it was like... He was fighting him, Bob. Two Yes. That's very much a role, though. Are you watching your man's fight? You can't watch the fight. Fight Some niggas just get hit for being there. But that happened, and... That was like the only fight I had been in. When I got into my first fight out here, I had to knock somebody tooth out. Like, and then like from then on, I didn't like hurting people. Like I was just that, always yeah. a bigger kid until I slimmed down. And it was like You used so, to be big? You weren't even that big. Not yeah. big. No, but not big, but like I was on the chubbier side. So it was like <laughs> and I was tall. So I was like five six when Cats was five two. I'm so like Niggas used to try to pick on me because I was bigger, but like I didn't want to fight nobody. Like I was used to being one of the biggest, and now everybody's bigger than me. No, they're not. You're still you're pretty tall, John. Yeah, I'm five six. 
you're that's not so I'm literally five I feel like I'm after five I'm an inch above seven. average are you average I'm about to punch you hey man you just work I don't like fighting either but yeah so that Shit. happened I actually well I took some L's I don't like fighting but until I, I got my hands right like it took me a little while to get my hands right like I, I ended up on one of the Instagram pages I won't even lie I ended up on one of the Instagram pages and my little brother what? found yeah. ass kick. my little brother I wouldn't even say that boy was on steroids <laughs> oh my daddy great. Bro, that's not even steroids. It's not. But hey. But my hands wasn't sturdy anyway, so if he wasn't, it probably would have been more fair. But like I took that loss and then I think I took a loss when I was in fifth grade. But like outside of that, after that, I started getting my hands right because my older brother started boxing. And then like I was the last couple years of high school, I was really itching for niggas just to try me because like they remember the vi- like niggas would bring up the video and shit, and I'd be like, all right, well, see me now. Had niggas in bathroom, like we would go to the bathroom or back hallway, and we scrap. Niggas is gonna shut the fuck up. I I got into I've only gotten into three fights after high school. I haven't lost in a while though, so it's like it just it hits a little different now. The video still up there? No, I don't think the page is even around. It's crazy, crazy <laughs> that you would ask that. But no, I got into a fight at a. Uh, it was a bus stop in Middletown at the Odessa parking ride because a old head asked for the time. Some nigga tried to bid on him. It was like, shut the fuck up. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, the old head just asked for the time. Like, I, I don't like when people just mean the old people. Like, it just like, that, that's somebody grandpa. That's somebody uncle. Like, old head was a war vet. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had on the, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, you don't even got, you know what I'm saying? You could have just gave him the time. Niggas wanted to walk over to me. I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to and try to dunk me. Alright, so now I gotta put your face in the fucking ground. Yeah, bro, don't because you now you can want to bro. Real rap, you can talk all you want, but once you put your hands on me, like I can I talk. Like I can talk, we can argue, do all of that. It talking doesn't get me to the point where I wanna put hands on you. Mm. It's once I feel disrespect. Like you doink me, alright. Stop fucking touching bro, me. Honestly, you don't me again. Here, I'm allowed to yeah, hear Yeah, but once you bring me, I feel as though. Yeah. I got it first. And that, that exactly. is my issue. Like, that is my issue to be because that's fuck? my issue because it's always I can talk myself out of a lot of situations. So like it doesn't have to go there. That's where I'd be at. Like mentally, like if I wanted to, which I don't, I can call the police, tell them that you're assaulty, like you know what I'm saying it's it's assault, da, 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 da. but I'm not gonna do that. So if you touch me, it's gonna get really, really fucking bad for you. Mm-hmm. Nigga do it me once. So what the fuck is wrong with you nigga? Try to doink me again. We're not doing this. Grab that nigga up by his fucking hoodie. He got pushed to the bench. That nigga's on the floor and I'm dragging the shit out of you. I'm not really, I'm really not trying to put hands on you just to let you know what it is. And then niggas try to grab my shirt. All right, see, I was warning you by dragging you. And now I got to fuck you up. Then I start putting hands on you. No, I can't do that only because, um, one, I don't like to argue because then I get mad. I don't like to argue. That's crazy. Who that? That's Aaliyah. I don't like to argue because then I get mad and I have really bad anger issues and I'm really not right in the head. So, like, I really black out super bad. Like, yeah. really fucking bad. I don't think I've ever been that angry, like, ever. I have, but it wasn't around people because I feel like niggas know I'm not a fighter, bro, but I feel like they know I'm going to get to a point I'm going to kill you, bro. I'm not going to care, bro. Like, I don't I don't need to fight, bro. Bro, but Brandon I, might be the only thing I know that might kill a nigga, bro. bro <laughs> if, if there's something next to me that I know can actually put a nigga in the hospital, I'm going to use it and I'm going to beat the shit out of you with it until you... I got suspended. <laughs> I got suspended in fifth grade for bringing a knife to school. I'm not going to stab a nigga. I, just, I need something to just, just start throwing down on a nigga, bro. Yeah, like, bro. Bro, like, because, like, Niggas, niggas know what to say to piss me off. Bro. Bro, so like, I really, I really got issues, yo. Like, I, I was in, uh, I was in the dean's office in high school. It was my senior year, and I'm thinking shit gets wiped off. And he was like, uh, sixth grade year was something different because my cousin started going to the school. Me and my cousin started going to school together, and that's when she just went way left. Because if you touch him, I'm fuck you up. If you touch, you know what I'm saying if you touch me, he fuck you up. But it was like that year, I tried to make a knife out of one of the objects and he was looking at my file and he was like you're like a really good student but like you have some blemishes here and there like what is this he said you tried to make a knife and i was like it happens it's life for real yeah. that, that, right, that, 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 that don't just happen bro, that doesn't happen it just happened you tried to make a knife yes that's no. cool just <laughs> like, doesn't happen like the head all right it wasn't a knife i tried to make a shank that that's not normal 
That I've actually seen that multiple times though. I'm fuck y'all, fuck y'all in jail. It's like, cool. <laughs> no, but like I went to school with some rowdy kids. <laughs> Somebody no, middle some school. girl cut this boy ear off when I was in middle school. We was in art class and she cut his ear, this part right here, not his whole ear off, but like this part right here. Yeah, Mike Tyson bite. She, she cut that off. That's exactly what I thought of when she said that. <laughs> Bro, if I was that nigga, listen, I would have been some serious team. But I would have beat that. Probably not. You're missing a part of your ear. Bro, that's why I You probably would have tweaked and went to the nurse. Like, think about it. Like, out of nowhere, your ear is just going. Shit. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, that was a sad case. That was really sad. Yeah. Come to school, lose your ear. Would have killed that bitch. What the fuck? Yeah, because you, you think about it. As a parent, you sent your child to school. They come back without their ear? Like, what? <laughs> why did you do that? that? Without their ear. She was crazy. What do you do in that situation? Wait, well, if a bitch cuts your ear off, what you doing? No, not if somebody cuts your child's ear off. School over, bro. <laughs> the Brent, school over. Brent, how do you react to that? Like, imagine your kid comes home without an ear. Bro. <laughs> it's over, bro. I'm saying. It's over. It's over, bro. It's like, over. hold on. Your kid doesn't even get to come home. Because your kid is in the nurse's office. The hospital. The hospital. The nurse. They call you. I didn't hear it. They call you. Like, um, so your child got into an incident today. Incident? There goes. Uh, um, you know, it's. <laughs> right, incident is crazy. I'm walking in my car into the school. I used to do dumb like, shit in elementary school. Oh, I thought you said you did that before. I'm inside. Like, oh, bitch, like, I kicked some girl off the top of the jungle gym one day. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and they called my mom. And do you I'm remember her name? Do you want to apologize to her right now? Yeah, I'm sorry. Her <laughs> name was Mia. What I'm was sorry. the reason? What? Mia. Damn. She was just in the way? I don't remember. Shout out to Mia, man. You don't remember? I don't remember. I don't remember why. I just remember she was like, it's like the shit where you like, yeah. The monkey bars, right? And she's about to go do it. And, like, she sat down, though. So I said, <laughs> I, I kicked her. I kicked her off. She and then she, she told on me. And Tattletale. I got in trouble. What was I used to hate when niggas roast their head when you did something. But they would just ask to go to the bathroom. They would, like, scare you. be like, oh, I'm going to tell. And they would just end up asking to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that, that, that just used to blow my shit. <laughs> I was a menace. I was. This girl wrote grass on her uh, board and then erased the GR. So it's That's so ass. immature. So I raise my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind you. That was what? I think that was Kiana. Kiana, your birthday is tomorrow too. Shout out to you. You're not going to listen to this, but that's cool. Well, actually you will because I'm going to tell you you have a shout out in there. Um. Wait, how old are you turning? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After pod. Uh, yeah. 20. It's not like school. So, um, <laughs> no, I got in trouble one time for walking to school. What? They called my mom. What school did you go to? When I first got out here, I went to Silver Lake. I don't know. It's an elementary school. Why did you walk to school? Missed the bus? No, I got paid. To walk to school? I said if I give you, no, it wasn't. Was it a dollar? No, nah, it was 20, and I was in third grade. I gave you twenty dollars in the third grade, bro. Right. I never did that. You know, I, I don't know. I'm buying all my niggas some shit. I got there. Dude. I got there, and, and it was Doctor Pepakaya was her name. What the fuck is her name? So Doc was the assistant principal. She knows my mom because I was a honor roll student. So like you're saying, the conversations OJ San is, but. He's a class clown. He always feels like he has to follow everybody. Da, 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 when in reality, niggas was following me. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, motherfuckers had shit twisted. Twenty dollars. I'm walking. I get there the same time as the buses. I'm not gonna hold you though. On the way there, it was cold. I started crying. I tried to stop the bus. The bus driver said, "No, you weren't at your bus stop. I can't pick you That's up." That's how people want to shuttle me. So I was like, "Cool, can't pick me up. I'm booking it. Oh, I'm going. It's cool though." I made it there, not a tear in my eye. Dr. Pepakaya is watching the kids get off the bus. I'm not get off the bus, get out of the uh, car with their parents. Cause like, you know, when your parents drop you off in the morning, like she'd be there to greet the kids and whatnot. She sees me walking up. The buses are still in the lot. Jason, who dropped you off today? Me. You just watched me walk. Cause I made eye contact with you <laughs> like a whole mile away. I'm like, I walk. Does your mom know you walked? Yeah, she That's calls my mom. That's Why are you calling my mom? Why? Because I walked to school. Mind you, it was kind of dangerous for a third grader to walk from Middletown Village across town pretty much. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's kind of insane. It's kind of drunk. Wait, so who offered you the $20? Yeah. 
Somebody on the bus. So, so yeah, how long? But how was they gonna know if you walk? Yeah. Cause I started walking before the bus got to the bus stop. Oh, one of I would have found a way around it. I was walking. Older nigga, it was just ready to be on the bus. So, wait. So, how long was the walk? I would have to say it's like a twenty-five minute walk. That's not too bad. Well, Jack now it's not too bad. But as a kid, bitch. Bro, like the world looks so big. the world looks huge. I'm like, damn, I really did try to get the bus driver to stop me. And if you, whoever you were, fuck you, yo, because you're really an asshole. A kid is on the side of the road crying, asking you to pick him up. Wait, what's this for? And you didn't. Did you, you take your job too seriously. Fucking raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What? We're losing. Jeez, this was a really good pod. The Eagles? Yeah. Huh? But it's, it's 17 to 14. We're not losing it. Are we ending it? Or um, We're not going to lose the game. We can do the. Uh, let's try to make this a good. I don't know. Just answer how you guys want to answer. So basically, was it yesterday or the day before? 24. I had an essay to do, bro. Mm-hmm. And I had no incentive to get it done. Person time, bro. I was just laying in bed, bro. Why didn't you pay me? You literally know that I. I'm not paying you my work because I don't trust That's you. even less of an incentive. <laughs> I'm losing. What do you mean? Trust me. I don't trust you. It's not important right now. Get to the. I'm not, I don't trust you to do my work. What the fuck, y'all? People that do that are really- Alright, so that's what he doesn't trust people to do his work, not he doesn't Chill. trust you. Shout out Sasha Papers. So, you get me right. Uh, wrong Yo, no free, <laughs> no free advertisement. Dude, you say that? Well, I'm not going to hold you. Charge cats $10 to plug whatever their ass or anything. Charge them $10 a head. Yeah, bro, I didn't feel like doing nothing, bro, Mike. I didn't do that until today. I don't know, but ever since, like... After homecoming, I've had no motivation to do nothing, bro. So basically, bro, what's y'all like? Why to do stuff? I guess whatever it is that y'all do for y'all, not someone get up and keep going to class and doing work and shit. Like school wise, I'm not sure we're gonna do nothing else. So that my mom don't cuss me out. Yeah, because because I don't I don't pay for this. My parents do. I'm very appreciative for that, and I'm not about to waste their money. I hear about that shit every day. I ain't gonna so lie. Man. Past that point. Now I'm really paying for it. Bro. I'm paying for it. Paying for it. Yeah. So now I gotta lock this fuck in, bro. But I'm just like, I don't feel like doing it. Like, bro, I was in your bed like, why the fuck am I about to write this paper, bro? Like, why am I about to do this, bro? That gotta be the moment you get up, though. I realize a lot of the time, like, when I, like, I wake up in the morning, I'll brush my teeth. Like, I didn't go to class. Right? And then I'll lay back down. And then I'm like, if I don't get up right now, I get on my phone and I'm like, if I don't edit these pictures right now, I'm probably not gonna edit. Wait, what's the question? What's your why for getting up and going to class or doing whatever you do? Basically, because uh, I already be up. I feel like it don't make sense to go back to sleep. Like once I'm up, I'm up, I'm not going back to sleep. So what? Like you can be up. Are there days that you don't feel like doing it? Oh yeah, I just be like, I don't want to miss nothing in class because I takes like I already don't like learning from powerpoints. So that already is not good enough for me. So if I miss a day, I know I'm be behind because I can't <coughs> learn like that. Like that's too boring. Yeah, been in person class. So I just be like, I gotta go take notes. That's it. She understands how she learns, and she don't feel like being behind. That drives some people enough. Did everybody go? Brendan. Oh nah. Uh, oh, he said his parents. He's appreciative of his parents. For me, uh, uh, Wayne said he's paying for it, paying for it. So it's kind of like paying for it, paying for it. Yeah, no. Like, I just got a scholarship though. That's cool. Yeah, that's tough. Shout out, Brand. Brand. Snap, 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 yeah. snap. Snap, snap. What's that? Thurgood Marshall. Ooh. You gotta write an essay? No. Damn. I recorded video, which is worse than what? writing an essay for me. Hell no. How did you do that? Like, where does the application? Off pod. Yeah, I think I think it's uh over though. Like the deadline passed. Is that a? Confusion. Totally. Quick wise, I appreciate that. But um yeah, if y'all don't have a why, find one. It'll get you up in the morning. And that's about it. I mean I'm still finding out why. I think the college is really I really don't like bro. I don't give a fuck, bro. I think it's because I feel as though bro. I don't want to work anyway, so I'm thinking, I feel like sometimes I'm just here to be here. But I'll figure that out later. 
I'm gonna be um the house husband. I'm gonna marry Rich. So that's all there is to that. This entrepreneurship yeah, shit right. ain't easy, dog. It's not. It's not. Bro, when I tell you that I wake up every morning like, dog, I should go and get a real life. Not saying that what I'm doing isn't a real job, but it's like, yo, when I wake up and I'm like, all right, bills got to get paid, and I'm calculating, I'm like, damn, I got to make four, eight, thirteen, fifteen hundred by the end of the month, and it's the 14th. It's like, yo, cats don't want to book me. It, 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 for, it, you start questioning yourself, and you start questioning your talent, and it gets really, really dark. No, it, it it's really literally dark. how it is. Like, sometimes I'll just be sitting, and I'll be like, yo, I don't want to do this anymore, bro. Right. But I can't stop. RDC, they said, um, the media markers, like, they used to buy houses that were more than what they were making, so they would force themselves to make more work, basically. So, basically, as niggas, as entrepreneurs, set goals that are... Attainable. Yeah, or unattainable. And you force yourself to make those. I tell Brent all the time, you should have unrealistic confidence. Hey, you sure, but almost, if you miss, you still amongst those stars, you feel me? Ha ha ha! see who said that shit. That was I hard. Like you, you didn't hear that before. Nah. Shoot serious? for the moon, aim for the stars. Aim for the stars. That's literally. Nah, but, but Beanie said shoot for the moon. Because if you miss, you're still amongst those stars. I said, Beanie, you're a genius. Y'all heard that just differently. Like, Who's Beanie? She feels you. Oh, I'm about to ask, but I ain't want to be. Yeah, Seeks. It's cool. Bully. Yeah, y'all. Appreciate y'all coming on. Hey, man. This was a really good vibe. This is what you mean by serious topics. Times we like to it's giving me a classic episode. I feel like I should be hired as a therapist. You said what? I feel like I should be hired as a therapist. You ended it, right? That's a good job. I'm doing that now. Goodbye, y'all.